0: Good morning. It is, what is it? Wednesday, September 21st. I am in a hotel in uh, Pasadena, California. I'm live on YouTube. I am trying my best to do live on YouTube. If you guys can't hear me on YouTube, what I'll try and do is add the voice from the podcast so that you at least have that portion. Um, on YouTube, but I I am Zeffens in there and there's a few people in there. I think they've said they can hear me. So uh, I'm going to do this podcast as best I can. Uh, I wanted to start out with, hey, today, don't do anything until two o'clock. The Fed's meeting. Uh, Powell is going to say the the market expecting a 75 point rate increase. And essentially, um, if they give it, if they get it, the market should be doing okay. if they uh, raise it a point, you're going to see the market turn down. If you're going to, if they're going to only do a half point, then you're going to see the market roar. If Powell says, Hey, labor is under control because right now people are um, not having a problem hiring anymore. People are coming back to work. So the reality of the situation is if Powell says that watch out, the market's off for the races. Um, but I wouldn't do anything until, um, probably the, uh, the afternoon, Uh, if one of the questions that I got on Twitter yesterday while I was flying when I got off the airplane was, hey, how do I know how to trade TQQQ versus SQQQ? Well, it's trend. You got to use trend and and you got to identify, okay, am I in a short term trade, uh, a medium term trade or a long term trade? And then you look at your moving averages, Uh, 9, 21, 50 and 200 are the ones that I use. If you're identifying a trend, let's use Costco as a great example. I'm not going to use TQQQ or SQQQ, but look at this. Look at these numbers, the, the lines here. So the red is the 200 day. The green is the nine day. The yellow is the 21 day. And the blue is the 50 day. So if I want to know what kind of trend um, uh, Costco is in, I'm going to look at that. Now, I can go to... Uh, Oh, this is a four hour candle chart. I can go to a uh, one minute. Uh, Let's go to a one minute chart. Uh, If you're going to want to day trade Costco on this one, you go to a one minute and you look at the trend. Look, we went from a negative trend to a positive trend. When you go for a one minute chart and the 200 days moving up, the 500 moving up, the nine and the 21 are all moving up. It's positive sense. Uh, if you're in this, if you're on a four hour uh, and your your time frame is medium term, you're in a downward trend. So if you're trying to determine between SQQQ and TQQQ, use your moving averages, use your uh, relative strength index, moves, use the MACD, use your indicators to identify what trend you're in uh, on the time frame that you're actually trading. That's the best way to try and determine, okay, which one should I actually trade in? Um, And and the reason why I'm using Costco as an example, they've got earnings coming up here. Um, It is after the bell, I think. Um, I think it's, yeah, post market today. Uh, No, I'm sorry, tomorrow. Tomorrow after the market. I've told you guys around 500. This is a great buy around 500. They may make an announcement that, hey, with inflation, we have to do a membership increase. Um, They may say that their margins have been shrunken. They may say some things that that uh, you know move this stock back up to the 530, 540 level. Uh, let's take a look at Costco and Finviz, um, so I can look at the 52 week and everything like that. This is an earnings play, and and I if you want to see how Costco reacts to earnings, I think my weekly stock on Twitter. Um, and on uh, Instagram, I think he's got a, a look at Costco and how it uh, responds to earnings. Great. Sign up for his newsletter. Follow him on Twitter. Follow him on um, Instagram. It's He's got great tools. And if you want to trade Costco on earnings, absolutely go. You can see their PEs are rather high. But that's not crazy. You pay for Costco because Costco is so good. Year-to-date performance, they're 12%. The S&P, I think, is down about 15%. So they're beating the S&P, which is great. You've got a 0.72% dividend yield. You are 22% above your 52-week high and you're 18% below your 50, I should say you're 22% above your 52-week low, 18% uh, below your 52-week high. Your 52-week high is 612. I think you could go back there. Again, look at this triangle here. This is an ascending triangle that's kind of forming. Um, it got beaten down, and it, it broke that triangle. So currently, you're in a quote-unquote free fall on this one. When you look at the most recent analyst uh, upgrades from Deutsche Bank, hold to buy, uh, 525 to 579. So you're below that 525 to 570, you know They moved it from 525 to 579. You can see. March, $600 range um, from Truist. Telsey Advisory Group, 610 615 So you've got quite a bit of uh, um, movement here. The, the the first article is calculating the fair value of Costco. I like Costco. I may add to Costco. Remember I said you know one of the things that I was going to do was uh, trade Qualcomm, and I think that was Monday before I left. Um, it had a cross-up. Uh, We're... Do it right on, see, it's capitulating right here. Um, you're kind of moving on this 123. You're at 125 right now. It hasn't really moved. You've been in this range. The MACD has been going. The RSI slowly moving up at 40. Um, so Costco and, and Qualcomm, I, I still think those are great. Uh, Roblox, let's talk about Roblox because Roblox had a huge downfall. And again, it's because bond rates are going up. So anything with high growth multiple is going to go down. Look at that tank. So you had this buy at 37 here. You could have gotten out at 46. I kept telling people, you know, look at that button hook that's starting around there. Get out. If you guys didn't get out and you're still holding Roblox, shame on you. Um, This was super, super clear with that MACD cross down right here. Uh, And the RSI is now at 32. At some point, this becomes a buy. I would not probably trade this one today, um, even though the, it's likely that if Powell says something, this could soar. Uh, it could also completely get its legs you know, cut out from underneath it. See that MACD, that strike line, that, that MACD line, that blue line is well under that strike line. Uh, it's got no support level whatsoever. Um, but I wanted to bring this one up because it's a great example of take your profits when you can. Um, let's look at one of the ones that I think held up. I brought up on Monday, Snowflake, um, and another one, which was the other one that I brought up. Snowflake and Tesla as hanging on. <clears throat> um, the other one that's held on is Uber. And Uber had a cross-up, and I know I covered this one at $29. you are at $30 right now, so you're not far off that. But you can see that button hook right there. So I wouldn't probably trade this one. The RSI is at 47. Their earnings are coming up on November 3rd. I do think I I used Uber yesterday to travel from my house to the airport because there's no great parking at Newark Airport. Um, But that button hook right there makes me kind of think that this is going to capitulate around 30. Um, If you look at Uber in Finviz and we look at their 52-week range – They are 35% below their 52-week high, which is 48. They are 58% above their 52-week low, which is 19. I don't know that you're necessarily going – I think you could go back down. If you look at the chart on FinViz, that 27 is probably providing you a pretty good support level right there. So, again, I don't know that I'd necessarily buy this at 30 Uh, I wouldn't trade it, but I wanted to bring this up because it has held up through this downturn rather well. You haven't lost a ton of money. You haven't made a a ton of money. But this is a stock that, in my mind, this one stays. This one continues to make money. This one's a good long-term investment. Um, So what I wanted to do was go over scans. And this is going to be a super short podcast, but the scans that I went over today and the ones that look good, This one is a great long-term purchase. Uh, PepsiCo, PEP. And essentially, I hold it in my long-term portfolio. My guess is that I bought this somewhere in the neighborhood of um, 2000, 2004. Uh, I've held this and Coke because I am addicted to freaking soda. The cross-up happened at 168. Um, When we look at PepsiCo, Part of the reason why it's a good uh, uh, play specifically today is the food shortage, and it's got a 2.72% dividend, super well-run company. It is only down 2% year-to-date. The S&P is down 15% minimum, I think. Let's look at SPY. What's SPY down. SPY is down 19%, so it's even... You know, again, with PepsiCo down two percent, you're beating the 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 overall S and P performance for one year. You're up ten percent. It is thirteen percent above its fifty two week low. It's six percent below its fifty two week high. With food shortage stuff, this is a snack. This is Pepsi, uh, Mountain Dew. um, You know, whatever uh, soda you like, that's not Coke. It's Pepsi. So I like that one uh and again the cross up here is at 168. the rsi is a little high but if you're looking for something long term if you drink soda if you don't drink soda don't buy this um if you're a health food nut like lala who likes app harvest don't buy this one uh this is for the uh the 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 the, the debauchery folks like me who love pepsi i don't drink alcohol i drink pepsi uh tsm Now, chips have been just beaten down beyond belief. Uh, TSM is included in that. And this has a MACD cross up here at 78.16. It's trading at 77, so it's even down. The RSI is at 35, and that that MACD is kind of low. Um, I, I do think that this is a great opportunity if you want to look. The average win is only 6%. The algorithm makes you 8% over uh, 1,000 candles in this. Uh, buying and holding loses you 1.72%. It came up on a scan. Personally, I don't own this one. I'm bringing it up because it did come up on a scan that that it just had that MACD cross-up. And again, my algorithm uh, kind of trade, kind of scans on that. The earnings are coming up October 12th. So this, if they do have things under control with the chips and the inventories, um, my guess is that this could make one of those 6 to 8% moves now between now and October 12th when they report earnings. That's why I bring it up. So SPNS uh, synopsis. Let's see what they do. This is the reason this one came up is I scanned um, uh, all of the, uh, oh, God, SPNS, SNPS. Um, I scanned all the ARC fund holdings in Trendspider. Year-to-date performance, you're down 14 percent. This is an ARC fund holding. and What Synopsys does provides electronic design automation software used to design and test integrated circuits. The company offers fusion design platform that provides digital design implementation solutions. You can read all about it in Finviz if you want to. Um, now, the analyst recommendations are 445 um, That's the most recent, and that is in September right now. Uh, Stifle just initiated that September 8th. You're trading at 316 And the reason I bring this up, you can see the PE is kind of high. But for uh, ARC fund, this isn't super high. You're 24% above your 52-week low. You're 19% below your 52-week high. Uh, there is no dividend there, there are earnings with this company they are trading they are an arc fund holding the reason why i bring it up the rsi is down at 34 and the cross-up is 316. <clears throat> i think this is a good one uh, for those uh, momentum traders the average win on this is 11 percent you had 19 positions eight of them were winners I think it's been beaten down enough. There's a gap here between 336 and 331. Um, You do have to make $30 for your uh, 31, $32 per share for your uh, 10% on this one. But I think you could turn this one around again. uh, Prior to Powell, this one might not be a great one, but I do like this. Uh, If the employment market is to start hiring again, ADP, Probably a good one and they just had a MACD cross up uh, their MACD cross up here is at 233 they have earnings coming up October 25th. the RSI is at 44 um, this one is an interesting one because the algorithm makes you as much money as buying and holding the average win is 1086 percent uh, now the difference is there were 23 positions taken only eight of them were wins. Uh, And when I I looked at this one long term, let's look at ADP and some of their uh, financial stuff um, in FinVis. Their P.E. is 33. The forward P.E. is 26. Uh, They do pay a 1.78% dividend. Their year-to-date performance, they're down 5%. So um, down 5% versus the S&P that's down 19%. I'd take this one all day long. You are right in the middle. You're 10% off your 52-week high, 21% above your 52-week low. So it's kind of in the middle. You're trading at 233. Um, the most recent upgrade from Bank of America was right at 223, is what they put the price target at. So, playing this one into earnings for me, probably a good one. And on the uh, the kind of pay uh, paychecks, P A Y X is one that came up in the scan as well. And this one, the scan, um, waiting for spider. the the actual price is 120 that the scan came up on. The RSI is at 43. Their earnings are sooner than ADP. That's why I bring this up, September 27th. So next week, um, again, 120. This one on the algorithm, you make 50%. Buying and holding, you make 55%. What's interesting is um, it's about a, it's 43%, 10 wins, 13 losses over 23 positions. So you kind of make the same, the average win is 6.93%. So you do have a gap up here between 125 and 126. You have to get into the, uh, 135 range, which is up in this realm. The, the latest, uh, the, the last run was July 18th. It got you out, uh, August 26th for an 11, a 12% gain. So I like this one. Again, this one with ADP, I thought was a good one. Um, I, Again, I wouldn't necessarily trade anything until 2 o'clock because you don't know what the market's going to do and what Powell's going to say. Um, another one that came up was CGEN. And CGEN is one, uh, I've traded this one before. 142 was the uh, the cross-up. But let's see what CGen does. CGen, come on, Uh, biotechnology company, develops and commercializes therapies for the treatment of cancer in the United States and internationally. So they're a biotech company. Um, June 29th, Raymond James said 220 was their price target with an outperform rating. This one does not make money. Year to date, though, they're only down 8%. So they're beating the S&P even though they're not making money um they are a highly respected bio uh biopharmaceutical company um again 142 right there you can see it the rsi is at 36 their earnings are coming up october 27th um they are 26 below 26 below their 52 week high 35 percent above their 52 week low so i think you have some opportunity again if the market turns around do i think we're going back to to the may um 100 mark on this one i don't think so there's too much support level up here um right at about 135 that's why i say this 142 i think you've gone through this you've got this gap up here i think you've got some volume volume protection here at about 140 so that's why i like that one um mo which is uh i want to see the name um Altria, this is the uh, the vaping group. And this one's interesting because it's a total – I'm going to pull this one back. You're, you're not going to be able to see this really well on YouTube with the chart if I pull it back and it's it's a little – but this one got beaten up with some lawsuits. And what's interesting about this one is the algorithm loses you 3%, um, but it's gotten beaten up so much. And it's got this MACD cross-up here at 42 Their earnings are coming out October 27th. This one came up just as an interesting one. If you vape, some of my younger kids that are on here, uh, I wouldn't steer you into vaping. Uh, I wouldn't steer you into making money on vaping. The only reason I bring this up is because of this lawsuit uh, where this one, you can see, even this, the great run that we had from June to August, you didn't make much money on this one. I don't know what the catalyst is going to be. Uh, on this, but I wanted to bring this up just because, well, honestly, it came up and I was like, oh, I can't believe this one's actually performing better than the S&P. Um, you can see all the downgrades with the uh, the uh, lawsuits that they've got coming up. Um, yeah, 8.76% dividend. That's crazy. Uh, they just passed their dividend date, though. But you can see the dividend was taken out. Probably goes back to that 45. So that's kind of why I brought it up. Uh, I talk about brokerage, how I love Fidelity. And by the way, Fidelity saved my day. Again, uh, if you guys want Fidelity, let me know. Um, Send me a note because uh, my broker said, hey, he will email you directly um, and and kind of touch base with you if you want to sign up. Because he does get supported uh, based on how many signups he gets. So if you guys want, just reach out to me and I'll I'll figure out how to get you signed up for Fidelity. Um, Yeah, Schwab. I mean, again, let's look at Schwab here. I'm going to put it in. The reason why I bring this up is just because I'm a fan of these brokerage firms. I'm a fan of um, not Robinhood. I think Robinhood is just a company that kind of doesn't do anything. Uh, You got a 1.2% dividend. You're 23% off your 52-week low, 23% off your 52-week high. You're right at 73. You're down 12% for the year. I think this is a financial firm uh, that will – look at that triangle right there. It's probably – and it's breaking above the triangle. That is clear for a breakout. Look at the trend. Look at the trend lines on those. Um, And and if you – we're going to zoom in on this. Their earnings are coming up as well. I'm going to zoom in and I'm going to bring this down. Uh, we're going to sync this up. Do, do, do. Bring that down there. Uh, we're going to move this back here. So their earnings are coming up on October 13th, And 73, in my mind, I, I, again, financials, I, I think this one's going to do do well. Uh, You've got a couple of weeks until earnings come up. Your um, average win on this is 11%. The performance chart, 68% uh, on the algorithm, 107% for buy and hold. What's really interesting is you have out of 28 uh, positions, you have 10 wins. So you have a good amount of, look at this last, last, the last loss was 2%. It got you in on September 8th, got you out September 19th with a 2% loss. But the win before that was it got you in July 28th. It got you out August 29th. And again, it got you out a little late. You could have gotten out with probably 10%, but it officially got you an 8% win. That's where I like this. Look at that channel that it's creating right there. And you saw on Finviz. Look at that. That's a daily chart. So Schwab, I like. So that's where I'm going to leave you guys today. Let me see. Um, I probably have a couple of, of messages on on uh, on Facebook, on, on YouTube, but I'm going to look at that. Uh, that's where I'm going to leave you guys today. I am working. Um, it is now seven o'clock. I am getting ready to go to IHOP to get some breakfast. I work till eight o'clock tonight. I will try and do another one tomorrow, just because I'll wake up. It'll probably be a pretty simple one like this. So uh, wait till two o'clock. Two o'clock is when Jerome Powell starts speaking. I don't know what he's going to say. I don't know what the market's going to do. If I had to take a guess, 75 basis points is priced in. I think he's going to say, hey, the market is doing what we expect it to do. Even though we saw inflation go up, we're seeing some indicators that are not lagging, that are more recent, that are positive news that's going to make the market fly personal guess i don't i'm not a fortune teller that's just my guess i could could be completely wrong and by the way if you're going on my trading patterns i am completely wrong most of the time i absolutely am wrong Uh, but if you have any questions hit me up on twitter hit me up on instagram hit me up on uh youtube do a comment on youtube Uh, Remember, there's there's a lag between the start of the YouTube channel and the start of the actual podcast, and I'm going to hang out on YouTube a little bit more, answer some questions, see what I can do for anybody. Okay? Take care. Have a great day, guys.